Anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceiling does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. I know words. I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. Well, all right, all right. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to a delayed Friday episode of Peddling Fiction. We are both plowing through this under the weather. I, of course, am your host, the one and only voice and soul of so-called fiction. Down for the count again this week for the fucking, I don't know, third time in four four months, I think. I got something this week and it was it was it was pretty rough. I'm doing better though markedly better than uh my better half justin hillbilly boy campbell he's uh i think he's at the peak of his struggle what's going on man i'm on the i'm on the tail end of it i'm oh you are i'm okay. uh i'm still in recovery mode but yeah yeah mon- like i said if, uh before we started recording if you go back and you listen to the monday episode of my show you'll catch me in like full-on dying mode uh I had the I had this super deep, beautiful radio voice that uh, I wish I could recreate because it was it was kind of an impressive voice. But man, I went back and listened to I went back and listened to that episode, and then I did a Tuesday night live stream with a few guys talking about talking about rest and sleep habits and stuff like that. And uh, I could tell that I was not in it. Like I I think the episodes were pretty good, but I was definitely not at the top of my game and I, and I just powered through it. Cause I like, I was going to do the stuff. So I just went ahead and did it, but man, I, uh, whew, I was not feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. And my guess is that it's my sleep and rest habits that are doing me in. I burn the candle at both ends. I'm not very good at sleeping in general. I mean, like I, I was talking to somebody yesterday and I was like, yeah, I get like four hours of sleep a night, something like that. Uh, maybe like a power nap down by the pool or something. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm usually running on empty and I think it's just catching up to me more with my advanced age of 37. Um, well, it sounds yeah. like you should probably go listen to my Wednesday episode then. Cause that we talk all about that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Um, I just have to get, you know, uh, Part of it's that I'm just not very good at it. And then the other part is like, I, I don't like sticking to uh, that, like that kind of routine where you go to bed at like a certain time every night. I'm kind of a night owl. And then I get up at the ass crack of dawn to start working and stuff. And yeah, I, I just <laughs> dig my own graves. But I used to be able, apparently I used to be much better at this because I, I would get sick maybe once a year. And uh, this is pretty unusual for me, but that's why we didn't have a, a show on Tuesday. Sorry about that. I also had to, I had that speaking thing on Tuesday that I was supposed to do and I had to cancel that because I, w- I was just, yeah, I was like in bed Monday, Tuesday. Um, I've been up in about the last couple of days. So 
I'm at the tail end of it as well, but yeah, it was bad timing all around. Like I was just getting back into my routine here at the gym, working out, feeling good, going on, you know, nice beach walks, getting some exercise, getting some sun. And uh, then we had, uh, like I said, the, the speaking engagement canceled. And then like, of course the fucking news hits that Elon Musk finalizes the deal to buy fucking Twitter <laughs> and neither of us are fucking alive enough to do an episode. Well, at least I wasn't, you, you apparently would have done one. If you had told me you had your, your sexy voice on, I could have, I guess I could have plowed through something on Tuesday. <laughs> What's uh, what do you want to start with here? Uh, let's start with that. Since that's kind of the, uh, the slightly older news for the week is Elon Elon's bid to buy Twitter was accepted $43 billion and he could have ended world hunger, but no, he decided oh, to be God. greedy and buy a fucking Twitter. Yeah. Like a, like a true sociopath. They're just unbelievably dumb takes on this from people that don't, uh, that don't like Elon Musk. It's just like, like all these fucking politicians that are coming out and and saying like he should have done this with his money he should have done that with his money he could have done this he could have done that and then yeah all the all the leftists as well he could have ended world hunger and like i remember was it like last year or the year before when he was like talking about, i think it was last year when he's talking about like selling twitter he's like i'll i'll sell like twitter stock you know to end world hunger just tell me you know how much you need like how much do you need and give me the plan of how you're going to do it and I don't think anybody actually came up with like a plan to end world hunger. I don't know how you end that. So um, to that, uh, on that one, they actually, uh, supposedly somebody gave him some plan from, I oh, can't remember if it was, I can't remember if it was the UN or what, but they, I think like, was, they gave him some. Yeah. It, I think it was the UN. I remember that. And I looked at that too, but it was not to end world hunger. It was a one year plan. It was like right. a year. <laughs> yeah. But some, they gave him this plan, and it was like $6 billion. And and then the thing that gets whitewashed in all of it is because what a lot of the like the, the morons who are anti-Elon for whatever reason, they're like, oh, well, they gave him the plan, and then he never did anything. Uh, a month after they gave him the plan, he made a $5.7 billion donation to, I can't remember, it, it was to a charity that, is effectively run by the United Nations. So uh, he put his money where his mouth was and and world hunger still exists. Like they didn't do anything about it. And if, if 43 billion is, is all it takes, then why is the US government sending 33 billion to Ukraine for weapons instead of just ending world hunger? Yeah, it, it dude, it's like, just think about, first of all, our own fucking budget is is what six trillion dollars this year or something they spent seven trillion last year like where is all this money going we we and that's not even for the you know for the world unless you include like our military and all that shit but and uh you know all, all the money we give to other countries but like we got tons of hunger and homelessness here and it's up on the rise and we can't fucking solve that with six trillion apparently but 42 billion that would have, that would have done it or 43 billion, whatever it was. And, and this idea that like, I don't know, like the, the government's stealing this money from people and wasting it apparently, like according to them, they must be wasting it if all it takes is $43 billion. But here's a guy who earned 
43 billion dollars and you know it's not all we can get into like the the details of how we structured the the funding of this uh because i think it it could be important in the future but here's a guy it's like spending his own money and everybody's got a fucking opinion on how he should spend it and they want him held accountable for how he's spending it and all this shit <laughs> like do you want to you want to look over here and uh, hold these assholes accountable who are fucking stealing from you in perpetuity. Like this guy got all this shit voluntarily. Uh, it, it really is just amazing. The disconnect that, that people have and like the vitriol towards successful people like billionaires in particular is just uh, it, it's something it's a, an urge that I don't understand. And I've talked about it before and why we shouldn't hate billionaires at all, but I, I don't get it. Yeah. The, the really crazy thing is how the left has they've really like flipped this back and forth. They love Elon because of Starlink, Tesla, everything else he's doing, but they hate Elon because he's a free speech advocate and doesn't think people should be censored, censored and deplatformed. Uh, and they hate him because he's a billionaire, but then at the same time, they fully back uh, Bezos and the Washington Post, and Amazon, and except when, except when it's inconvenient for them to back Amazon because Amazon doesn't pay their workers enough. But then they are fully on board with Disney. It, like, I can't fucking keep up. Can y'all just it's like hard. It's take exhausting. <laughs> it's exhausting thinking of like, how do they come up with these positions? And they just hop back and forth. Uh, they're off of Rogan. They're on the... Uh, elon but and all these people probably like i've been saying all along like all these blue check marks make like criticizing him uh like for all his money they're buying teslas they're driving around in teslas when i was in fucking portland i saw so many fucking teslas and i guarantee you the vast majority of uh portlandites or whatever that what were they called portlandias <laughs> well that's that's a show portlandia but uh they're all driving fucking teslas <laughs> Like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Um, you, you. You can't give this guy your money voluntarily and then complain when he uses it for something that you you, you don't like. Um, you I mean, complain shit, about the government because none of that shit's voluntary. Two months ago, uh, uh, Booty Judge was saying if you're like, if you have a problem with high gas gas prices, just go buy a Tesla. Yeah. Uh, so are we are we not supposed to go buy a Tesla now because Elon is. Elon is the new version of Orange Man Bad. (laughs) Yeah, and I I don't understand how they don't, like, eventually you don't, like, catch on. You don't see, like, how ridiculous you sound when you're, uh, like, two weeks ago, he was a fucking hero. And today, like, you're basically, like, defiant Elling yourself constantly. (laughs) You never fucking just question your ideology at all, your outlook, your your viewpoint of the world. It's like, no. No, 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 we're we're perfectly fine. Just hopping from one uh, billionaire boogeyman to the next. Well, that's why they had the Defiant L's account taken down for a brief period of time. I mean, it didn't stick because they literally don't do anything but post screenshots. But that was why they had that taken down from TikTok or from uh, from Twitter because it points out just how psychotically hypocritical they are, and they don't like it when it's called to attention like that. They can go back and forth and flip-flop and waffle as much as they want. Just don't be calling attention to it and, and showing the rest of the world how absolutely batshit crazy it is. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, the American people do have a very short memory. So it's, it's nice to have those accounts to remind you of their position 10 seconds ago. <laughs> it really is just fucking unbelievable. But and so, there are literally some cases where it's like almost 10 seconds ago, <laughs> like within the same day. Anyway, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so the way he came up with this funding, I, you know, I was reading about this the other day probably Wednesday or Tuesday or Wednesday. And, you know, he didn't just like stroke them a check for $43 billion. He gave them some cash. He, he basically leveraged a lot of Tesla stock. I think it was like 12 or $13 billion is like, basically uh, he has, I think it's $50 billion worth of the stock right now is collateral for like a 12 or $13 billion loan. So I, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of a dangerous move on his part, like especially because there's like such this, you know, there he's got the government going after him now. Right. Of course, they don't want people to be able to speak truth on the like the biggest platform to do it. And then he's got all these like other, you know, tech billionaires and stuff and people that are upset with him. If they if you can drive down, I was tweeting about this for those of you that follow me on Twitter or those of you who don't. Like you can drive down the the stock price of Tesla and it has been fucking tanking lately. I, I you know, last time I checked, it was down like 15% or something, it, it, like a huge drop down to like 800 and something. But if, if they drive the, the price of that stock down far enough, he could get hit with margin calls and, and be forced to sell to, to cover those, uh, the, the, the margin calls on that collateral. And I feel like if, if there's one way you want to fucking, take this deal down and i guess they they still have like another vote on it i think the shareholders still have to vote on it in like a month or something like that but man if you know there's a bunch of shorts out there who have been shorting tesla and losing their fucking shirts the last like two or three years they know that this deal's in place they know that there's like some number i don't know exactly what it is if that stock falls to it he's going to be fucking hemorrhaging money i i see a big opportunity here to fucking stop this deal by shorting that stock and just send it, you know, he'll be hemorrhaging fucking billions of dollars. He could probably take the hit, but, um, you know, that could really fucking throw a wrench in this deal. I thought that was kind of an interesting angle that not a lot of people are talking about. Yeah, the financial side of it and how he's funding it is, um, like you said, it puts him at a significant amount of personal risk, but I guess that, that while it could go sideways pretty quickly, um, I think that's kind of the beautiful thing about it, that like that the people who are on the side of Elon are kind of maybe maybe even the ones who don't understand the, the full financials of it, like know that he's he's putting his neck on the line to do this. Like he's got skin in the game. And that's that, that's really an important thing for people who care about this kind of a topic. So and and something that is interesting about that is like. The people on that side of the aisle are typically the people who put their money where their mouth is when it comes time for like when things are needed. Uh, the people who kind of align with more our ideology of things are the ones who are willing to put their money down towards making something happen. And so he has a I'd say he has the correct support base in this that if shit went sideways, uh, it could could still turn out decent. Uh, or not terrible and and work out 
in his favor. Plus, I mean, it's if he does manage to pull this off, that there have been multiple conversations that have been documented with him and other people in the business world that there is a there is a belief that Twitter could be a massively profitable entity if it was done correctly. Um, so, so it's a it's a risk reward thing. Yeah, I mean, it's a great you know uh, distribution angle for him to use for his other businesses. Um, it, it, yeah. And it, I mean, it is risky, but that's kind of how he, he always approaches things. Like he, he just lays it on the line. The, uh, but yeah, like we've seen some pretty significant fucking drops, like in, in the, the big fang stocks, uh, Netflix, Amazon just took a 15% hit today. Netflix fucking tanked earlier. Was it this week or maybe last week? Everything's just a fucking blur now, but like it, you know, it could like, you know, like a 40% decline or something. And we'll get into the the GDP stuff later, but man, like this stock market has had a lot of fucking federal reserve money pumped into it. And these are some pretty inflated stock prices. And to, to pledge that as collateral. And I, I guess, I don't know if I did a good job of explaining like what, a, you know, like a margin call or something is, but if the underlying value of the collateral drops to a certain point, you know, like right now it's, they'll give him 12 billion for 50 billion worth of Tesla stock. If the stock falls to like a value of 30 billion, he would have to post you know, additional collateral, he'd get a margin call and have to give them either some other collateral or cash. And that could sort of, you know, if he has to sell more stock, that would just sort of drive the price down even farther and creates this like downward spiral effect. So um, I don't, I mean, it would take a, a tremendous drop in the stock price. So I don't know how likely it is, but you know, like if they wanted, if people wanted to really fucking go after Elon, because everyone's so afraid of the things he's going to do to uh, Twitter, which again is kind of hilarious. We'll get into it in a second. But if they really wanted to go at it, like I think the best way to do it would be to just destroy the stock of Tesla, like they did with, like uh, you know, the uh, the Reddit guys did with um, uh, GameStop and all that shit. But yeah. Well, you know what the problem is. They can't attack Tesla like that because too many of them are invested in it. That's <laughs> because true. That's been, because that's been their like thing to hang their hat on is yeah. solar is uh, electric cars and this new wave of technology and Elon is the future until he's the future of Twitter and then and then he's the in, he's the uh, bringing about the end of democracy. But <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I I know. Like my my sister made a killing and fucking Tesla. And I've been telling her like, you might want to take some profits. You might want to take some profits. And then like, yeah, the other day I was like thinking about this and I was like, it, it, this might be something to think about. And she's of course, she's in Portland. She's like, I don't really like the idea of him having control of Twitter anyway. So maybe I'll just get out of this stock. <laughs> like, right. Not even going to get into that, but um, the, uh, oh shit. I just lost my train of thought. Well, oh, well, I mean, I can kind of transition this because, you know, with, with talking I had about... something else I wanted to say on it. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Transition us. All right. Well, then, you know, talking about the opposition to Elon buying Twitter, we now have uh, the Biden administration has created the Disinformation Governance Board under yeah. the Department of Homeland Security to fight 
misinformation because now the Twitter is going to be a free speech, uh, free speech space. Uh, all of the misinformation, disinformation, and uh, rampant racism and misogyny are just going to go off the wall insane. And uh, that has to be combated with a brand new disinformation governance board. Yeah, a very Orwellian. Yeah, it's like it's literally like the Ministry of Truth. Uh, They're coming out with that. It's you can't make this stuff up. It's so bizarre to be to see this stuff actually happening. It's the stuff of fucking uh, you know, novel, like fiction uh, novels. And it's it's like coming to fruition right in front of our eyes. And it's, it is really bizarre. And of course, now I've just remembered the the point that I was going to make about Tesla. And I'll just get that out real quick. <laughs> because um, the, you know, one of the reasons why Netflix stock was down so much um, is because they're getting so much competition from these other streaming services. And they raise their prices again, like I'm gonna as soon as I finish. I think Ozark just came out with like the last couple episodes. As soon as I finish that, I'm canceling my fucking Netflix. I'm done with it. There's nothing on there that I ever want to watch. And every time I search for something, it's not there. Um, But so they're getting a lot of, you know, you got Disney and uh, Amazon has their own thing and Peacock and uh, HBO, Mac, like everything's got their own fucking streaming service, except of course, CNN plus. Tesla, you know, was kind of the Netflix of the electric car game, you know, like they were the first, like they were the first big name Tesla, 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 but now every other fucking car company, especially, you know, because they're, they're getting like special government subsidies and shit. Now they're all making electric cars and, you know, pretty soon Tesla's going to be, you know, getting that squeeze from the, from the market of the competition that's coming into place. And, Again, you could see a, a drop in the stock price because of that. But anyway, yeah, back to the Ministry of Truth stuff. This is, I mean, first of all, all the fears that these people have on Twitter, which was like watching them complain about like the potential dangers of Elon Musk owning Twitter. Like this one guy is going to have control over truth and we can't have that. Um, everything that they're afraid of is already going on. On not just Twitter, on every social media platform, on YouTube, on Facebook. Um, no, nobody knows better than the Peddling Fiction podcast of the censorship that goes on on big tech uh, platforms. But it, it's already going on everywhere. And it's just it's hilarious to see how disconnected they are. Like, do they really not understand the complaints that have been going on this whole time? from you know like the donald trump like donald trump was kicked off the fucking but the the sitting president was kicked off of the platform um how, how much worse could it get first of all in terms of censorship um and it, it just reminds the fact that uh, so so many of the accounts that have been removed weren't removed for actual disinformation they weren't removed for actual fake news Everything that they were removed for has been verified, proven out to be right, and they get removed because it doesn't fit the narrative. Like it's not this isn't it's not it's not the disinformation governance board. It's the are you promoting the correct narrative board? Like that's 
Yeah. It is- well, it's, uh, was it Ron Paul that said like truth is treason in an empire or something like that? Like they don't want the truth to come out. It, it really is a fucking illegal to speak the truth. And they're going to do everything in their power to control the narrative and keep propagandizing people. I mean, this is Twitter to the government is like the world's biggest fucking propaganda tool for them. It's so easy. All they have to do is fucking block the links to Hunter Biden articles and make sure they drag the, the fucking CEO in front of Congress every once in a while and give them these veiled threats thinly veiled threats uh, of things they're going to do to them if they don't start censoring the, the misinformation. And they have this huge worldwide propaganda machine right at their fingertips. And uh, it, it just, the other thing that I was reminded of with the, with the criticism of Elon Musk owning Twitter and the disinformation is like everybody's complaint with anarchism because it's the exact same thing. All the complaints all the, the fears that people have when you talk about anarcho-capitalism, they're inevitably, is this the uh, Michael Malice quote that I'll butcher to just to piss him off? <laughs> inevitably a description of the status quo. Like they're already going, oh, well, what if there's like a gang of fucking people that are going to steal your money? It's like, oh, um, that goes on in perpetuity right now. And I'm pretty sure they wouldn't get me every year for about 40% of everything I fucking touched. Um, yeah, it's just it, the, the parallels I, I find kind of fascinating. Um, and just the disconnect that, that people have. I, I don't understand why they can't. Um, well, I guess it's because it's their team. They're on there. You know, they've had this sort of power. On, on their side, like they get to censor the stuff that they don't like. And now they're losing that power. So now all bets are off. We're super afraid and we can't have the, we can't have this guy. So we're going to create this ministry of truth, disinformation. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, disinformation governance, board. governance board, the DGB. And that, that'll be a nice, uh, you know, once these fucking bureaucracies are created, they never go away. We, we still have, you know, all this shit, Bureau of Weights and Measures. And it's like, we haven't figured out how this to measure a, stuff yet. This is a division of the Department of Homeland Security that was born out of 9-11. Like, it's, it's, the, the departments are having babies at this point. And that's what this is. This is a DHS baby. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so the the head of this administration board, her name is Nina Jankowicz. Nice Polish name there. Uh, she looks like a fucking unhinged psychopath. We, we can play this clip here in a second. But just, like the other thing that's ridiculous is about this is like the lady that peddled the fucking Trump Russia collusion the entire time. She uh you know, believed in the the Clinton uh, steel dossier horseshit. The she downplayed the Hunter Biden laptop thing story as like you know Russia disinformation. This is your uh, you know the head the head of the organization who wouldn't know disinformation if it fucking smacked her upside the head. So I guess yeah, yeah and it makes sense. The, Hire her. The, the yeah, that's the insane thing is like the. The person that they put in charge of the disinformation board is a primary peddler of 
disinformation, misinformation, and just completely asinine bullshit that has not been factual or real and has been proven, proven to be false multiple times. I mean, which is always like the biggest argument for allowing free speech. Like, yes, you're going to get Alex Jones out there throwing around a million fucking ridiculous conspiracy theories and getting like, you know, three quarters of one right every couple of weeks or something like that. But on in addition to that, you're going to get people, you know, like the Glenn Greenwalds of the world, um, who are some of those doctors that were on uh, Rogan, McCullough, McCullough, yeah. I think, and, and the other guy, like, you're, you're going to get those people who are, you know, whistleblowing, blowing the whistle on things that are killing, like literally killing millions of Americans and uh, to rely on your government of all like everybody knows politicians are liars they lie for a living they're professional fucking liars how do you know a politician is lying his lips are moving um or his name's not ron paul (laughs) that's my own spin on it um but yeah so we know they lie for a living why are we putting them in charge of disinformation I mean, the entire government is built on the idea of not giving the correct information to the American people. That's how they stay in power. Oh, you're right back. Okay. Well, I'll uh, play this clip now. Here we go. You guys want to see the uh, the head of the uh, disinformation governance board? She looks totally, you know, together, totally with it, not crazy at all. Let me share my screen here. Let's do this one. shit i was not prepared to sit back down in front of my screen and see that yeah i mean i don't even know what to say she looks completely fucking nuts um and she's singing a in a british accent about disinformation and this weird little jingle um i i can't imagine having that out there and trying to and like being in charge of anything like how how could you have that out there and like pretend to be a professional person that you're supposed to be taken seriously hey guys today's show is brought to you by our friends over at lorenzati coffee you know them well by now they're our oldest and longest running sponsor we love these guys we love their premium italian coffee that they deliver right to your door so do yourself a favor get your mornings started right with the taste of freedom Go to lorenzati.coffee and use promo code FICTION so they know I sent you and you'll get 10% off your order. That's lorenzati, L-O-R, E as in Edward, N as in Nancy, Z as in Zebra, O-T-T-I dot coffee, promo code FICTION. Get all of your coffee and coffee supplies from these guys. And not only are they fans of the show, but they've gone above and beyond the call of duty 
as a sponsor. So go order some coffee, order an espresso machine, get a coffee grinder, do it all at lorenzotti.coffee, promo code fiction. All right. So this is like the, you've seen the uh, the really scary looking dude with the long fingernails, like talking on the cell phone that they had uh, brought in as one of their like influencers to spread uh, vaccine propaganda like remember when when they were doing that it's been it's been maybe maybe a year ago at this point but they had all of these media social media influencers that they were bringing in like is that is that have we taken a step towards full idiocracy in the like tiktok personalities or the people who are going to be put in charge of running things by the government like i mean that because that's what this feels like like that's we we have we have just taken a massive step in that direction of if you have a couple million followers on TikTok and Instagram, you are you are now in line to run some government department of misinformation or whatever. Yeah, I mean, if if by a step towards idiocracy, you mean like a full on Olympic, like triple jump, then yes. Like we are basically there. Like we're at the end of that sandbox that they jump into. Uh, we have we have another clip for of Joe Biden's latest gaffe that we can talk about as well. But yeah, this is like this is a clown world that we're fucking living in. And these people are, I mean, they're fucking in charge of the biggest government the world has ever seen. They're spending trillions of dollars. They're starting wars all over the place. Uh, they're educating your kids for fuck's sake. I mean, like, and that's one of the things we were talking about, the, the libs of TikTok. Like, these are the people that had their fucking paws on your kids for like, what, eight, eight hours a day, five days a week for fucking like 20 years. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What what are we thinking? And is it any wonder that the, the entire country has just gone to shit? Oh, she was a. I was I've been trying to figure out what her qualifications are. Like, what is it that makes her qualified to be in charge of literally anything? She, she was an, she was an advisor to the Ukrainian government. She she's she's in bed with all of the right people in Washington. That that makes so much sense. That makes so much sense. Holy shit! Yeah. Well, and wasn't it? Correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't it like a disinformation position, like some sort of disinformation agent for for them or was that a different job that she had in the past yeah that was a that was a different job uh she was let's see she oversaw the russian and belarusian programs for the national democratic institute uh she was an advisor to uh to ukraine she had yeah she's had several like obviously she's been She's been part of the the propaganda machine for the last six or eight years with everything that you're seeing going on in the news literally right now. Yeah, I I mean, this is what this is the move of like every like dystopian government that we know of. Like this is what they do. Uh, I'm sure North Korea has a fucking disinformation port. Um, We all know what happened over there in Germany. Um, I, I mean, like every oppressive government does this 
they have to suppress the truth from coming out uh, as a way of controlling, you know, the people, their thoughts. And then that's one of the things that's nice about having, hopefully, well, again, like we don't know what Elon's going to do with Twitter, but if he does what he says he's going to do and people are are free to speak their mind again and and get their ideas out there without fear of, you know, being uh, doxxed or having your life ruined, losing your job just for, you know, an opinion you have on something or telling the truth about the the so-called settled science and all that shit. Like this is the the only way you can combat that is with like, you know, something like Twitter and somebody like Elon Musk, or at least what he claims to be in charge of it, allowing it to be what it should be. Did you see the speaking of people who are like mad because Elon is going to promote free speech? Have you seen all of the uh, like the rash of celebrities or pseudo celebrities who have been posting their screenshots of that they've been blocked by Elon Musk? Number one, I don't believe that any of those are actually real. But number two, they're like so much for free speech. Elon blocked me. Like, uh, did he remove you from the platform? Like, did you get? Did you get uh, completely deplatformed and demonetized? Like, have you been run out of your job? No, he just blocked you. Like, yeah. that's the cool thing about free speech is we also have the freedom of association. And if I don't want to hear what you have to say, I can just fucking block you. And that's the problem that the left has all along is that they don't want you to block them. They want they think that you should have to hear what it is they have to say because they are so morally right that it. You have to hear them. You can't block them. Now they can cancel you if you're wrong, but you have to hear them because they are always right. And like that's that's the entire that's the entire beef that they have. It's not that oh, it's not that they're scared of free speech. It's that they're scared people aren't going to listen to them. Yeah. Well, and why would you when when they get exposed for being people like you know that the libs of TikTok are exposing their idiotic views on you know. Uh, economics, education, government, all of it. I mean, like they are, we are living in a fucking clown world. And these are the people that, you know, are in charge of everything. The, the That lady, uh, Jankowitz, Jesus Christ. I wouldn't put her in charge of a goddamn thing. But yeah, this is, uh, you know, this is the best they have to offer, I guess. And speaking of putting people in charge, uh, we have your fearless leader, the um the leader of the free world commander in chief president joe biden gave a press conference i think this was yesterday was this yesterday yeah i think so i again like we talked about a few episodes ago i almost feel bad making fun of this and and showing this to people but i mean i think we got to make this point this is this is who's in charge now so let's go ahead and i will do this again try to share my screen Mm-mm-mm-mm. Here we go. Of, uh, that will enhance our underlying effort that we take their, take their, their ill-begotten gains. <laughs> We're going to accommodate them. We're going to seize of Putin's kleptocracy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got that? But these are bad guys. All right, I got to stop the share because my computer cannot handle all this. Um, I saw that, okay. I saw one that was a clip of him stumbling and fumbling through something, and he just like in the middle of it, he goes, "Ah, fuck!" <laughs> he's got yeah, like when he realizes, like he's like, "Ah, oh, shit, I did it again. 
I did it again. Well, this one was great because he looked to someone for like validation on what he's saying. And it was almost as if they like, yeah, yeah, that's a word. Kleptocracy. Like, oh, yeah, kleptocracy. It's like, oh, the ones that are klep- klep- kleptocizing people. <laughs> kleptomaniacs oh my god and we're gonna accommodate them like what That's the right. heck yeah we're gonna accommodate them but well I, technically speaking <laughs> we are actually accommodating them uh have you seen the have you seen the financials on how much it costs the u.s government to hold these uh russian billionaires yachts i've heard that it was very very expensive i don't remember what the numbers were but yeah at, at it's some- it's like a couple hundred thousand dollars a week, if not more, um, is like, and that's because they have to, they have to keep them docked. They have to like maintain upkeep on them. Like they can't just let these things go into disrepair and not be taken care of. And these massive yachts are not easy to just like, you don't just, you don't just park it, uh, out on the dock and, and then go back and check on it whenever you want to go on a fishing trip or something like they require, uh, pretty much around the round the clock attention, uh, so so they're they're we are we we the U.S. taxpayers are paying hundreds of thousands of dollars a week to for the care and upkeep of Russian billionaires, billionaires yachts. yachts yeah yeah and that uh, more money that could go towards world hunger um, and I, I think in that press conference he was saying that. He wants $44 billion to send over to Ukraine, another $44 billion to send to Ukraine. On top of the 33 they're sending this week anyway? Yeah, like, Jesus, we're getting, we're talking about real money now. Jesus fucking Christ. Like, we, they act like we're not completely fucking broke. Like, this is ridiculous. It's like, I had, a, I had a college roommate. I had a bunch of fucking crazy college roommates. Maybe we can talk about that in, uh tonight's happy hour if you can make it but dude when it came to college roommates i i will put my fucking line up against anybody they're fucking all like so many crazy people but i this one kid he was like tens of thousands of dollars in debt he had credit card he had debt collectors calling him all the time like three four times he had a special ring for him on his phone and one day i asked him i was like why is that like why do you have that ring for the he's like oh those are debt collectors and meanwhile, he's like fucking throwing parties and like paying for all this shit. I was like, dude, you don't have any fucking money to be throwing parties. You got like four credit cards that are maxed out and you got debt collectors hunting you down. That is the the U.S. Uh, the USA. We're, we're fucking up to our eyeballs in debt and we're going to go 44 fucking billion dollars. That's like more than most countries make in a year. And we're just going to definitely more than they spend on their military. We're just going to give it. <laughs> Uh, it's unbelievable. It's unfucking. I guess they're paying for it up front because Zelensky had, had said a couple weeks ago that they were needing that the Ukraine needed seven billion a month in aid from the United States to continue uh, or to make up for its economic losses and to continue to fight Russia. Yeah, yeah, fight a, a war that's already lost. Uh, okay, I, I can't think of a better way to just light fucking money on fire. And well, the other thing that's lost in this whole kleptocracy thing, Joe Biden's cognitive decline, like, I don't know if it's actually declined that much. He's been fucking off his rocker for the entire fucking, you know, the entire presidency, the, the, the lead up to the presidency. This is why he was locked in a basement for the whole fucking campaign season. 
but lost in all he of wasn't them. any better he wasn't any better as a vice president like for eight years he was the butt of literally every joke because of how dumb and terrible he was and somehow like this is the guy that becomes the leader of the free world what the actual fuck yeah, it is unbelievable. And the other thing that's unbelievable that nobody is really talking about is the fact that he's up there saying like, oh, the United States government is just going to seize these ill-gotten gains. Like they can just so now apparently the government can just declare something ill-gotten, present no evidence, no due process, no nothing. You have ill-gotten gains. We're taking them. What and you're not even a U.S. They're not, and these aren't even U.S. citizens that no. they're taking this from. Like they're just going after random people that the U.S. government literally has no jurisdiction over whatsoever. So yeah, that is not, just like it's yeah. just like free for all, totalitarian, do whatever you want. It's and certainly not something no, that no democratic governments are supposed to do. Democracy. Uh, that, that's the other thing that they're worried about. Our democracy is at stake now that Elon Musk has control of Twitter. And uh, I made the point that Elon should put out a fucking poll on Twitter to see if people actually want him to take. He might have already even done this. I don't know. But like have a Democratic vote and let them see the fucking numbers, because I guarantee you it's more than 50 fucking percent of people want Elon in charge of Twitter. Did you see the did you see the poll that that one chick did? It was like. What should Elon oh, yeah. Musk have I done with this forty-three billion? <laughs> Buy Twitter or end world hunger? And with over three hundred thousand votes, I I don't think I've ever seen a Twitter poll get that many votes. First off, but with over three hundred thousand votes total cast, eighty-eight and a half percent said buy Twitter. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I voted in that. <laughs> I saw that one, and it's really funny whenever those polls like start to go the wrong direction for what whoever posted like you see it with the with like the gun gun control advocates and stuff like that like anytime one of those polls starts to go in the wrong direction they're like oh it looks like all the megatards got a hold of this and shared it with all their buddies it's like eh, once you've hit like when your poll hits three hundred thousand, that's a pretty like that's a pretty wide scale rejection of what you're trying to push for yeah yeah, they must have just found the, the 300,000 white supremacists that want uh, to be able to, to say white power things on Twitter now that Elon's in charge. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what they did, <laughs> especially tailored to them. Um, but yeah, this I mean, this is fucking crazy that like people cheer this on as if like Americans of all people, the like what this country was founded on, what it was supposed to be about, what the role of government is supposed to be. And we're just OK with the American government being like ill-gotten gains. We're taking them. I mean, that's fucking theft. That is theft. That is the thing that like everyone's fucking worried about when we say we should abolish the fucking federal government. Well, what people are gonna steal? Uh, oh, what are they doing? What are they? They're just taking people's fucking yachts left and right. Sorry, those are ill-gotten. This old fucking decrepit bag is gonna tell me that my gains were ill-gotten and just take them from me. Fuck you. It's theft. And how do they determine theft. ill? How do they determine ill-gotten? Like, is it? Did these guys? Uh, take their payments in rubles instead of the euro which is another big thing that's going on a bunch of these european countries that are so reliant on russia for oil and natural gas and all that stuff russia said either you pay with rubles 
or you don't get your gas and and actually cut supply off to a couple of them and so now there's there are reports coming out that several i know it's at least four that are unnamed and then a few of them who have been just open about it and like yeah we're we're paying with rubles we can't go without gas and gas and oil um they're paying they're paying up they're doing what they're told and this is this is also being portrayed as blackmail extortion like they're they're hitting all the buzzwords that russia because russia is expecting payment in their currency uh this is they are extorting and blackmailing and and doing all these horrible things so that's all obviously all of that is also ill-gotten gains because they're doing it through extortion yes because it hurts our our reserve currency dollar status yeah it's ill-gotten i'm sure they just run it by the disinformation governance board they determine whether or not it's ill-gotten and there you go now they can fucking take it it's fucking fair and objective is i'm sure oh man yeah i don't know what's uh you got anything else on the uh the agenda how long we've been going we're getting close to an hour and we might ought to keep it short since we're both still in recovery. Yeah. Uh, no, I can't. I can't think of anything in oh, particular. I just. Well, I've we just do. been kind of looking through. Oh, what do you got? Uh, the GDP. Oh yeah, do that. Yeah, we're both fighting this fucking the COVID brain fog. <laughs> uh, no, we're just low on sleep and not feeling very well, but. Yeah. Uh, in addition to shelling out uh, tens of billions of dollars, we don't have um, leveraging a Tesla stock to the fucking hilt. We just got the the Q1 GDP numbers out, and I don't know if they've run this. The you know the headlines that I've been seeing, the spin that they're putting on it through the you know the disinformation governance board. But apparently, I think it was the New York Times. I was re- somebody sent me this New York Times article. It was on the headline was fucking ridiculous. It was first of all the GDP, uh, the print unexpectedly negative one point four percent. Now every time there's a bad print in any number, uh, it's always unexpected. Inflation unexpectedly rises to eight and a half percent. It's always unexpected if it's a, a bad number. Um, the New York Times headline was like, um, you know, Q- Q1 GDP drop like turns negative 1.4, masking a broader recovery or something like that. And it's like uh, we're one quarter away from actually being in a recession. So the, the technical definition of a recession is back to back quarters of negative growth. We just printed uh, the first quarter negative estimates were not even that high. They were expecting like one, 1. 1.2, something around there. So this is kind of a big miss if you think about it, because they were expecting about 1.4 in growth and they got negative 1.4. So uh, the, all signs are pointing to economic downturn. Uh, we're seeing a lot of declines in the stock market. Add to that, we're trying to raise interest rates to fight the inflation. Now, if, if this number was unexpected just imagine how unexpected the number would be if they were truthful about what inflation is because in order to get the the gdp number the real gdp you take nominal gdp and you subtract the the rate of inflation from it 
And they're saying it's, you know, eight and a half percent, I think. I don't know what they said it was for the first quarter, maybe six or seven. I, I, I didn't look uh, too, too far into the numbers, but it's like twice that, 15%. So, I mean, you know, this, we've probably been in negative growth for a while now, but the way that they fucking rejigger all these numbers, it makes it look like we're not on paper. Uh, but the American people are feeling this. The, the Fed is trying to raise interest rates. I, I don't know if they've, I've ever seen them raise interest rates in a negative uh, GDP growth. Like usually when you get a negative print like this, they're talking about cutting rates to stimulate the economy. That's like, that's what they do um, because they think spending drives the economy. And so they try to stimulate spending and borrowing, borrowing and spending by lowering interest rates. But now because inflation's running fucking amok and it's almost at 10%, even by their own retarded calculations, they need to try to start cutting rates with a negative 1.4 first quarter GDP rate. I mean, all they did was cut what, 0.25? They, they, they raised rates 0.25 and they're going to start, I think I said cutting, that they're going to try raise rates. They're talking about 50 point uh uh, basis point hikes, 75 uh, basis point hikes in one in one meeting. They're trying to get up to two and a half, three percent, and they raised it by a quarter, and we got a negative 1.4 GDP. Good. And luck. they're doing all of this while Biden is in the midst of his student loan forgiveness talks. So, like, what's really getting ready to happen? Like, if I, I don't, I think. I have always thought that the student loan forgiveness thing was a pipe dream that they used to keep the the dummies who got a useless college degree quiet. But if they do move forward with that, then this whole thing is going straight. It, it's already been a dumpster fire, and then we're going to pour jet fuel on it. Yeah. Yeah. And at this point, I'm just like, I'm ready to just throw my hands up. Just go ahead and do it. Student loan debt's over a trillion dollars. Well, okay. Go ahead, forgive it. See what happens. Oh yeah, it's going to really stimulate the economy. All these gender studies majors with a hundred thousand dollars in debt are really going to start producing stuff of value now. No, no, they're not. Uh, it's not going to fix the fucking housing crisis. The inflation is going to go through the fucking roof if you just start doing shit like this. And I mean, it, it would be a complete disaster. And all once again. 100% government made. There was not a big issue of paying for college 50, 60 years ago. There just wasn't. Like you talk to your parents, like I worked my way through college with a summer job, a summer fucking job, waiting tables. You could pay for your fucking college degree. And then what, what happens? Politician comes along and they say, oh, well, you know, you shouldn't have to work over the summer. God forbid, if you vote for me, We'll give you a student loan. We'll, we'll back the banks giving you a student loan. Then you can have your summers off to relax and have a good time and go on vacation. And then once you get your job, you'll just pay that back. It's no big deal. And look what fucking happened. Over a trillion dollars in student debt. The entire national debt of the country was only a trillion dollars like when I was born in the, in the late 80s or I think something like that it was about a trillion dollars. Now we just have that in student loan debt alone. This is fucking insane. And there's a Run reason that on an annual deficit. Yeah. And there's a reason I, like everyone's like, oh, why can't you dispel these in bankruptcy? 
there, there's a reason because everybody would just dispel them in bankruptcy and you'd borrow like that would create even more moral hazard than they already have. Like, okay, you can dispel it in bankruptcy. Let's see. When are you most qualified to dispel something in bankruptcy? When you're fucking 24 years old, you have no job, no prospects, no nothing. You have the worthless piece of paper from bullshit university and you got $100,000 worth of debt. I'm bankrupt. (laughs) Dispel it in bankruptcy. And even if it was like, you got to wait five years, like, okay, I'll work at a bar, you know, I'll work under the table. I'll do, you know, side gigs, cash stuff, won't report any income. And then five years goes by, declare bankruptcy, and you get all of that debt wiped away. And knowing you could do that, you'd be borrowing, fuck, I'd borrow a, a bajillion dollars. I'd be like, oh, I, I need to take, like, I need a mat, I need all these other degrees. I need a million dollars now because you can dispel it in bankruptcy. And when everybody does it, I mean, like, that's why you can't do that. And yeah, I mean, they got a raw deal. This is a, a terrible fucking idea from the get-go. 100% po- political, 100% driven by this idea of democracy, because what's good politics is horrible fucking economics. And there's no way any bank would be loaning money to these kids to do what they're doing with it unless the, the government backed it. And the only reason the government backed it was to get votes. That's like the crazy thing is they, they talk about it. it. It gets made as an example, but it's a, it's the most apt example there is. Like, as a 20-year-old, you can't get a $10,000 startup loan to create your own business, but you can go hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt to go to one of these government-backed schools. Like That tells you everything you need to know about this. It's not, it's not that the financials are there. It's because they have a way to put you on the hook that they know – they can't fail on. Whereas if you're like doing a business startup or something, well, number one, that's doing something for yourself. And there's a chance that they don't get that money back. They're like, it's, it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. And when that failed, they just started loaning to students directly, the government making direct loan, by the way, no authorization to do any of this in those documents, those, those documents that they swear an oath to uphold and defend nowhere. Does it say they can just start fucking lending money to people um, they're allowed to borrow money. That's what issuing bonds is, but they're not allowed to just fucking start lending money. That's ridiculous. Or backing, you know, uh, loans and putting the taxpayer on the hook for all these ridiculous loans that are all going to go fucking belly up. Um, yeah, no, no authorization to do it. They, they do it directly. And, and of course the, the price of tuition skyrockets, the, you know, the outstanding debt skyrockets, the degrees get more and more expensive and they're worth less and less. It is like par for the course government, you know, 101. This is what they do with everything. Like their approach to this, the outcome of this is how everything works with government. Quality goes way down, price goes way up. And, uh, yeah, uh, they've done a tremendous disservice. But, you know, forgiving it, I, I don't know. That's gonna, That's not the answer either. Um, you don't throw good money after bad. These people did take out loans. Apparently, you're allowed to, you know, you're mature enough at the ripe old age of five to seven to determine your gender and sexuality and whether or not you, you want to have uh, hormones injected into you or a sex change operation, that's fine. But at 18, you can't possibly understand the ramifications of a loan. 
or how interests work. And it's like, motherfuckers, you just had me in your schools for the last 12 years. You didn't teach me how a fucking loan works. Now I got to go to college. Well, they didn't understand the terms of the loans. Like, well, whose fucking fault is that? You've been educating them. Your common core uh, math. Unbelievable. I mean, if they didn't understand the terms, that's on them. They are there in black and white. I'm... What are you doing graduating fucking high school if you don't understand <clears throat> basic fucking loan structures, interest rates, math, and going to college after that? And you don't know how to fucking calculate interest or how an interest interest payments work how a loan works like you don't know any of this shit and you're going to cut like you should be fucking digging ditches then i don't know what to tell you oh my that god that is probably the most apt description of of high school graduates in america today they are qualified to dig ditches and that's about it yeah oh my god yeah. and and most of them are too big of pussies for that so here we are. Yeah. Oh, entitled to it. That work is beneath them. They, and to they, our younger they, audience, obviously, we're not talking about you. We're talking about all of your friends. They yeah, suck. Not you. Yeah, you're, no, you're they great. deserve. Yeah. They, you know, they deserve everything fucking handed to them. They deserve a, you know, $80,000, $100,000 a year job because they went to college. And yeah, it's fucking elitist attitude, even though that, yeah, they, they can't really do anything of value. They don't really know anything of value. If anything, you got dumber in college. Uh, th this whole thing is a complete disaster on par with the disaster that the U.S. economy is. Uh, 1.4, they're being generous with that number. I would probably double or triple it based on the fucking real rate of inflation, you know. And uh, I expect another quarter of negative growth. Um you know, stagflation, I think is common. Brace yourself. It's, it's going to be, you know, real fucking high inflation and a fucking depression. Um, bad times ahead, very, very fucking bad times ahead. And not the time where we should just be throwing billions of dollars to a war that's already fucking lost <laughs> that we have no business being involved in. Um, but of course, that's what we're going to do. You know, disinformation. I wonder what this disinformation governance board pays. What's this fucking psychopath lady getting paid to, to disinform us? Look, I already know what all of the disinformation is because all of my YouTube videos get removed for it. So I oh, should be pretty good at this. Uh, yeah. uh, like I'm I might be overqualified for this job. Actually, I'm I'm going to start putting in applications like today. Yeah. And they got I'm sure it pays. Checkers. I'm sure it pays good. Yeah, they got fact checkers, a little thing pops up. Here's the real information. Every time you post something on Facebook or uh, Twitter, I wonder how long that'll be. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If I tell them that I do a fact checker podcast and I act real woke, I bet they won't even go listen to the podcast. They'll just be like, oh, this dude is a, is a social media influencer who does fact checks. We should definitely put him on this board. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to pursue this. I might be our inside inside guy oh that'd be so funny to get to, to have to come up with the excuses for why it's disinformation <laughs> um it's missing context <laughs> this was fact checked by other people so well the great thing is that i can do i can already write their articles because the only thing they say in their articles is this is misinformation and then they go on to explain why it's actually completely true so i can do that oh yeah you know i was reading i, I think uh robbie the fire like retweeted an article about covid deaths like how they're not like um they're trying to walk back that the, only the unvaccinated are dying from them as washington post i believe and it was like 
I kept clicking on the fucking links, you know, the hyperlinks that they'd have in the article. It's like, you know, it used to be all these uh, deaths were like almost exclusively among the unvaccinated. And I click on like the unvaccinated link and it would take me to another Washington Post article and nowhere did they explain how or any numbers or anything. They would just declare, yes, the vast majority of these are a deaths among the unvaccinated i clicked on that one i did that three fucking times got no answers to show me that these were unvaccinated and then the last article was behind a paywall it's <laughs> like fuck you guys fuck you guys it's unbelievable man nobody ever clicks on those fucking they just bury it the article after article and the headline is just like what they said in their article so it's like deaths among COVID patients are all unvaccinated. And then like they link to that article and that's the title. And then the, the link in the next one is like basically the same fucking title of a different article, but nowhere in there was there any evidence to support the claim. And eventually it links you back around to the first one so that you have to start over again. Like you're just going in a circle. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It Like imagine trying to do, like when I was in school, you actually had to put the fucking bibliography shit and to type those out. Is that, that was called bibliography? Mm-hmm. yeah and it had to have like the right structure and you had to have like fucking books and stuff and like the page numbers and you had to have all the supporting evidence for things what is it like to go to school now you just like link to an article that has like the headline that you're trying to that you need to fucking back up what you're saying pretty much yeah i wonder these wouldn't it be nice fucking dumb yeah <laughs> i mean I, I made good grades anyway but i would definitely make all a's if i was in school now yeah yeah oh there's so it's so much easier to get in from it we had fucking insight i had to use encyclopedias that's how old i am i had to go to books there was no internet it was like you're only allowed to have like one maybe two sources from the internet and those had to be like really really credible um or your teacher would like say no you can't use that when you have to go get a real source yeah (laughs) like the internet wasn't considered a real source (laughs) And even and that and then it was probably more true than it is now. Like now, it's all just complete propaganda and bullshit. But now it's considered a credible source. We live in we live in upside down world. Yeah, I, I got to get ready for work. All right, man. I'll let you go. Um, yeah, if you if you got to walk out, I can uh, wrap the show myself. But we're doing a we're doing a happy hour at seven thirty tonight. So make sure you join us for that. I'll send out the email reminder to all of the supporting listeners of the show. And if you aren't a supporting listener, go ahead and do that. We, uh, we need to keep the lights on around here. Helps. Uh, I use all that money for advertising to, uh, you know, try to increase our reach, which we got to get these numbers up people. These are fucking rookie numbers, uh, especially now that Twitter's a free speech platform or whatever. Um, I want to, I want to 10 X this motherfucker this year. So um, any, any little bit, any recurring donation you can set up for as little as a dollar that helps us out. And um, that will get you into the private, to the uh, Friday night, happy hours. I'm going to do it come hell or high water, even though I'm under the weather. I don't know what I'll be drinking tonight. Maybe a hot toddy. Yeah. So that's at seven 30. I don't know what Justin's got going on. Hopefully work doesn't go too bad and I can, I can pop in for a bit. Yeah, yeah, probably be a nice, we've had some really nice sunsets the last few days, so we're back in uh, good old Cinco Bueno Studios, so we got nice sunsets for the uh, the sunset happy hour, which was the original catalyst for this uh, this thing that I, I really do enjoy doing now, so 
Um, that's going to be a lot of fun. Follow us on Twitter at Pedal Fiction. It's really just me. Justin's got his own thing. J Camp something 1521. I don't know. There you uh, go. I get it. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. And join the private Facebook group while you still can. I'm back up on Facebook, by the way. I'm out of Facebook jail. So I'll see if I can post some more memes without getting banned from my own fucking group. And uh, yeah, do all that for us. And we will be back on Tuesday with a brand new episode for you. Happy Friday. Have a nice weekend, everybody. And until then, you know the deal. Just uh, keep on peddling that so-called fiction. Peace. Peace.